Friends, John and Stacy Eldridge here on June 3rd in the studio, needing to interrupt our planned podcast schedule, uh, both here in this week and also into next week, to bring you a special podcast. And no, this is not the one that I was referring to at the end of Morgan's podcast here in the week of June 1st. Um, we're moving all that because we need to talk about the things going on in our country. We need to pray together. We need to bring the heart and the perspective of Jesus into this for those who are asking us, what do you guys think? How are you praying? And so we are interrupting kind of the normal flow of things to bring you some thoughts and to pray together. Yes, we need to because these are unprecedented times that we are living in. First, we are in the midst of a global pandemic. Still. Still. We've you know, been living it to stay at home or quarantine or safer at home now for many months. Yeah. And all that that has and caused. The, and the toll that the that's toll. been taking on yes. the human heart and soul. Yeah, the trauma. Yes. All of it. Yeah. And now, now riots and violence with racial unrest boiling over are happening not only all over the United States, but in the world. Yes. And honestly— we don't know the answers, but we do know that Jesus does. Yeah. Yeah, we just needed to come online and say, look, the death of George Floyd is a tragedy and a grievous, heinous wrong. We hear you. We get it. And our hearts are, we're heartbroken. We, we are shocked. And appalled and grieved and alert and listening and praying. And we recognize there are things that need to be addressed. Yes, yes. And even in the midst of it, I don't know fully how to pray. Right. But I am so grateful that the Holy Spirit does. Yeah. And He interprets still we pray for the Floyd family, the Arbery family, the Taylor families yes. who recently lost their beloved ones. Yes. And we pray for all of those who have lost their sons and daughters, their brothers and sisters. Yes. And we pray now as well for the officers who took bullets, ones fighting for his life. Yes. We believe in peaceful protests, but we pray for the violence and the rioting to end. Yes. And... We pray for revelation to our beloved white brothers and sisters, not so that we land in shame. Jesus paid the price for all of our sin. Remember, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But we pray for a revelation that leads to a deep repentance. And remember, it's the kindness of God that yes. leads to repentance. Yeah. And we pray that we as a nation repent over our sordid racial history. Yes. And a repentance that leads to change in our current power structures, yes. change in the ways we see. See, I think that's critical, Lord. We, we Help us to see clearly everything that's going on. Help us to see. We want to be a people of open eyes. Yeah. And we pray for restoration. Yeah. We pray for healing yes. across divides that are larger than many of us knew. Yes. And deeper and paved with profound pain. Yes. See, we can pray. Yes, we can. And we can keep ourselves from making judgments or having knee-jerk reactions. Yeah. Help us, Lord. Yes. We can listen 
to what our cherished black and brown brothers and sisters are saying. Yes. And we can be humble. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in that spirit. It's in a spirit of prayer and humility and love that we just wanted to come on here with a special podcast and just talk about how do we think about all this that's going on in the world right now? And how do we pray? What can we do as believers? And the first point that we want to underscore from a biblical perspective is justice is a big deal in the Old and New Testament. It's a very big deal. In fact, Psalm 89, 14 says that righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. So justice and righteousness are the very foundations of the throne of God. It goes on to say, love and faithfulness go before you. Deuteronomy 16, 19 says, you shall not distort justice. You shall not be partial. If you're familiar with the prophets at all, they are filled with God's heart for the oppressed, for the outcast, for the outsider, the overlooked ones. And, and the prophets were often raised up to draw the attention of the people of God to issues they were not seeing. That was kind of the whole point. In Isaiah chapter 10, this is one of a hundred examples we could have picked. Isaiah 10, one through three, woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? See, we, um, we want to pray these things. We want to align ourselves with God and in humility ask him to help us to yeah. see because we actually can't see clearly until we remove the log from our own eye. Remember in Matthew 7, it says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take that speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, yes. and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. This could be the opening of every book on marriage, friendship, church, missions, corporate relations, HR. I mean, honestly, the, just human relations are based around a humble acknowledgement of, I don't see the world as it is. I see the world as I am. Mm, yes. So let me say that again. We don't see the world as it is, friends. We see the world as we are. And I'm not blaming that. There's a lot of good in that. But it's also just an acknowledgement of we do need to be open to, God, show us what you're doing. Show us what you're saying in the world right now. Show the people of God, how do we think about this, Lord? How do we pray? How do we act? How do we love? Because the kingdom of God ushers in a new community. Mm -hmm. And at the heart of that new community is something extraordinary when it says every tribe and tongue and nation are living together in a loving and just 
fellowship with one another. That's the goal. That's yes, where we're yes, headed. God, that's that, what we want. That's the goal. Yes, that's where we're headed. That's what and, we want. And that's what Jesus came to usher in. And so it's from there. It's from that perspective that we pray into the world. That's why the Lord's Prayer begins with, Your kingdom come, our Father, our Father in the heavens, our Father. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. And what a wonderful thing to pray into our communities right now and into our various nations What we're invoking is that reality of every tribe and tongue and nation living together in a loving and just fellowship. We invoke that into a sinful, broken, war-torn world, whether that's a neighborhood or a church or a family or a city or a nation, right? That's what we're operating from. That's the, the reconciled goal. Yes, yes, and we have to admit that the United States has an Achilles heel, and it's one that dates back to the founding of our country. We can't go into all of that here and now, but we do need to acknowledge that sin blinds every society to certain issues. Yeah, We can't be one nation under God when there are serious issues of injustice. Yeah. So John and I, As white Americans, we want to say to our friends of color, we hear you. Yep. We're listening. Yep, we do. We hear you. We're listening. And many of our friends have been emailing in and texting and and posting on our Facebook page, what do we think about this? How do we think about this? How does the friend of Jesus navigate a moment like ours? And I think we're modeling some of that. We model prayer. We model humility. Mm -hmm. We model, hey, we we are listening. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we need to step back and look at the bigger picture that Scripture gives us. Get some orientation to our moment. You know, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We will not and cannot survive as a household Without love, no fellowship, no marriage can survive without humility, love, and forgiveness. In fact, when we founded Ransomed Heart 20 years ago, we literally wrote those words down. It says, we will not be able to survive without humility, love, and forgiveness. Because anyone who's experienced heartbreak and betrayal and earthquakes in whether it's a fellowship or a marriage or a friendship, understands that we have an enemy. There is an enemy out there who loves to get in and almost make it impossible to hear one another and to heal and to reconcile. So going to Ephesians chapter 6 for a moment, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And here's the scriptural perspective, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the powers of this dark world, the spiritual forces of evil operating from the heavenly realms on earth. So there's this whole kingdom of darkness that loves hatred, and loves oppression, and loves injustice, 
and then loves to get everybody fighting about it. Yeah. Right? And it's just like in a marriage, like, you know, for years as a Christian therapist, I, you know, people coming into my office, you know, for marriage counseling, and I can guarantee you almost to a 100% guarantee the couples that were willing to acknowledge that their marriage has an enemy and were willing to allow that some of what they were experiencing was actually warfare getting in on real human issues, mm-hmm. real, real human issues, but the warfare getting in, those couples who were willing to acknowledge that, there was hope they could make headway. And the couples that wouldn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of hope for that. And I'd say the exact same thing for churches. Yeah. You know, when when the divisions come and the strife and the misunderstanding and all that, you know, if you're willing to acknowledge the warfare elements of it, right? Yeah. I mean, he throws gasoline on the fire. Yeah. There are real issues. Yes. However, if we don't account for the warfare that is raging and throwing the gasoline on it, then we won't be able to solve them. Yeah. And some of that warfare, as we were saying, goes all the way back to the founding of the nation and but it goes even farther back in that right, right. And, yeah so so we're just trying to get some perspective here right now it's if you have been following our podcast at all in the pandemic and then back in January and in 2019 we have been talking about evil forces that have been released on the earth by the kingdom of darkness and among them primary among them Death and hatred. And death and hatred have been rampaging for a while now, but accelerating. And then you have the pandemic, and now you have this. Mm-hmm. Can we just say the death of George Floyd is death and hatred? Mm, right. In vivid, yeah. horrible mm-hmm. demonstration. And then, you know, it blows up. And just to be able to say, look, there are major forces involved right now on the planet. These are not ordinary times. These are extraordinary Mm -hmm. times. They may be the birth pains that Jesus speaks about that anticipate his return. And what a wonderful, hopeful thought that is when (laughs) every tribe and tongue and nation are together in a loving fellowship of joy. And you will rebuild the ruined cities, Isaiah says, you, you will restore the places long devastated. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. That's the ransom the that the Lord will return. Yes. Yeah. You know, right? Sorrow and sighing will flee mm. away. Joy will crown their heads. That's the vision of the kingdom. But it is a kingdom that is invading a world of darkness right now. And so, yeah, just some perspective on the world is at war. That's always been true, but the war has really ramped up here in, in these months. Yes. Right? And is raging now. So it really begs the question yeah. next of so what can we do? Right. And the first and most important thing that we want to say is eyes on Jesus, friends. Eyes on Jesus. Eyes on Jesus. Our staff meets every week for prayer, normally on Tuesdays. And Our staff was grieving over this and shaken over all that's going on. And it wasn't until we worshiped that we were really able 
to kind of get our hearts and our minds aligned with God in this hour. So eyes on Jesus. Yes, yes. And it's so important in that to guard ourselves against hatred and death getting into our hearts. Yes. It's so important to invoke love. Yes. Love is the antidote. Yes. I love Romans 12. It says, mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Be willing to associate with people of all status. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's just huge. So huge. That's just huge. I mean, friends, the pandemic was hard enough, but now it is terrible to watch our cities blowing up. Yes. For things to be revealed, we have to guard our hearts. But overcome evil with good. Psalm 11. I trust in the Lord for protection. So why do you say to me, fly like a bird to the mountains for safety? The foundations of law and order have collapsed. What can the righteous do? He goes on to give the heavenly perspective, the true perspective. It says the Lord is in his temple. The Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely, examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. He hates those who love violence. He promises that the wicked will be punished. And it ends like this, for the righteous Lord loves justice, and the virtuous will see his face. So, yes, the pandemic had us all already shaken, and now yeah. there's more shaking. And, and we did have a sense, friends, we did have a sense that more shaking mm-hmm. was coming. And we're probably not out of the shaking yet. And so, you know, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Like this eyes on Jesus because in this moment, you know, the first step is guard your heart. Do not let these things in, neither the fear nor the anger, nor self-righteousness or false shame. Like, don't let any of that in, and especially don't let anything that is like death or hatred in. It's trying. It's it's just looking for every crack in in the submarine here, trying to get in. And so the first thing, you know, so that we can have clarity is a heavenly perspective and eyes on Jesus, and you can't have my heart. I won't let this in. Now, what are you saying, Lord? Yeah. What are you saying? So, friends, we can educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can take steps. Warner Brothers, in fact, just made renting the movie Just Mercy free. So that's one way for us to grow in our understanding of what our black brothers and sisters are living with. It's an easy way to begin, but I do want to give a little caveat. Yeah, warning. Right. I would say it's at least PG-13. It's not for young children because he is arrested for rape and murder. And though you don't see the crime, you'd have to talk about it. And he's on death row. 
and one inmate is executed and you really like him. You don't see it happen, but you do see him strapped to the electric chair. So that's really hard. Friends, we do need to educate ourselves and to awake to the reality that people of color experience daily life here in the United States much differently than, say, I do. They have concerns for their safety that I don't have. Last month, I read this article that was saying that uh, particularly young Black men were facing a dilemma in the pandemic because they were ordered to wear masks, as many of us are, to go inside public spaces and stores. And that was risky for them. Yes. And police were following them around in the store. Those those are things that we we don't think of. Mm -hmm. See, we need to become aware and we need to come together in love and join in the work for justice. Yes. God is just and faithful. The world is not. The world is not. It's not. But we— as a people of God, those who are after his own heart and who love him and love his decrees are meant to be. Yeah. yeah Jesus we cares. Can, we can partner in work for justice and to be a voice for the oppressed. Absolutely. That's a very clear call yes. in Scripture yes. on that. And we need to be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. Right. To wade into waters that are over our head. Yeah. See, each one of us, we need to seek God and ask Him what He would have us do, because it's going to look differently for each person. Yes. Our lives are different. Our walks with God, our callings, it's our, not our, a one-size— Our situations where we live exactly. is different. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and some of us are going to be called to do some things and others to do different things, Exactly, right? exactly. But we need to ask Him. Yep. We can all, however, we can all pray. Yep. And we're going to do that in just a moment. Yes. We're going to pray together. We can all listen. Yeah. And we can all read a book or watch a movie. We can all do something. I wanted to give some resources that are available for us out there. But, you know, one maybe the best thing is to say that on my Facebook page, Stacey Eldridge, I did a post on May 28th, and a lot of people responded with suggestions for great resources. Yeah. And that's a really good place to begin. And um, there's also the impact movement, which is designed really for college students, but we are all students yes. and it's an excellent resource. Yes. When the pandemic first hit, we offered several podcasts trying to provide some orientation around that. And among them, we made the observation that this is a time of great shaking. The close of Hebrews 12 says that God will shake so that all which is shakable is removed mm-hmm. and all that is unshakable remains. This is a time of great shaking, and it is revealing things in us to pay attention to our own hearts, Yes, things like fear, right, uncertainty, and, and how much we took for granted, mm-hmm. to be honest, yeah. all the social order mm-hmm. that we took for granted, the ability to fly anywhere, anytime in the world we took for granted, and All of that, you know, the freedom to leave our house anytime we wanted and meet with as many people as we want. Okay, so there were a lot of things we took for granted. And I think part of the shaking is really calling our hearts. Oh my gosh, is it calling our hearts back to a wholehearted focus on Jesus? And then, you know, the second wave of shaking with the racial tensions, but it's not only that. 
the tensions that exist between people that want the restrictions lifted or were lifted more quickly and those that are saying, no, no, you still have the pandemic going on. You get a lot of people cooped up. Right. And people who are really frayed and really— Yes, no resources, not a lot of room there. Yeah, the mental health of our nation and many nations right now is actually very fragile. The condition of the soul is very fragile, and then a little spark on there, and Mm -hmm. it's not a little spark. Something is, you know, atom bomb goes off, and then um, tension. And so guarding our hearts, being aware of the— warfare that's involved in needing first to pray that back. Like, I invoke love in my kingdom as we've been teaching. I invoke the life of God into my kingdom Mm -hmm. as we've been teaching. My home, my job, my, you know, whatever is your little realm that you have. Right. I break agreements with death and hatred. Mm. I don't allow it in. fear. Yes. I reject fear. And friends, we actually were starting a podcast series in a couple of weeks on how to guard your heart in times like these. So we're going to still run that, but we couldn't wait till then to come in and speak to the things going on right now. We must invoke love into the world. Yes. We must. We must invoke love into our own hearts so that we're not reactive and defensive yes. or whatever. Or going to shame or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be. You know, some people are a little more prone to knee-jerk reactions and and defensiveness. Mm -hmm. And others are so sensitive to the issues at hand, they're actually more prone to go to shame. Yeah. Neither are from God. So invoking love in our own hearts, invoking love in our homes, invoking love into our communities— And then praying for our leaders, praying for, uh, just as we were back in the pandemic, asking God to give our leaders wisdom and guidance. And I don't mean to imply the pandemic's over. We still need to pray for that. But now also in the tensions that are ripping through many levels of society. Right. And and ultimately entrusting our hearts, our lives, our everything to Jesus. Yeah. It's an all-in time. Yeah, all-in. It's an all-in time. I I think that's what we were trying to say about the shaking is there's one safe place in the world, Mm. and actually only one, and that is in Jesus, all-in. Not a nominal faith, not a, you know, kind of Sunday faith, not like all-in. You have my entire life. I'm yours. I I take, you know, Psalm 91, pray that. Yes. Right? That's good. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, like I'm in. I take my refuge in you. The Lord is my refuge and my fortress. So it's an all-in reorientation time. And I think that reorientation is going on. I really do. I think God is sifting the human heart right now Mm -hmm. on the earth. And 2 Chronicles such a beautiful passage where it says, the eyes of the Lord rove to and fro across the earth, looking for those whose hearts are fully his, so that he may show himself mighty on their behalf. So that's the first thing. The first thing is hearts fully his, right? And then once you are tight with Jesus, then you can say, Lord, how do I navigate this? How do I navigate these times? What do you have me to do? Mm. And and there may be some repenting. There may be some public repenting that needs to go on. There may be some, some reconciling. There certainly is 
the education and, and the fight for justice and fairness, absolutely. And praying for our leaders. Pray, yes. Praying that sanity prevails. Yes, yes. Right? That righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne, Lord. May they be the foundations of the thrones of this city, county, state, nation, you know, wherever it is you live. And and before we pray, yeah. I just want to remind us of who we're praying to. Yes. Who Jesus is. He hasn't changed, friends. Yes. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's yes. the same forever. Yes. He's good. He is just. Yeah. He is faithful. He is true. He is merciful. He is wise. He is compassionate. Yes. He is the advocate of the downtrodden. Yes. He is all-powerful. He is love. Yes. He is king. Yeah. Yes. He is forgiving, and I do need to ask myself if I am. Mm. And he is coming. He is coming. Yes, Jesus. So let's do some praying together. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. I am yours. I begin first there. You have my whole heart, God. I'm sorry for my distractedness. I'm sorry for my own internal dividedness. Forgive me for my fear. Forgive me for my unbelief. Forgive me for putting my confidence in anything other than you. God, your kingdom is so beautiful. Your kingdom is so right and good righteousness and justice are your kingdom. They're the very foundation of your throne. Lord, every tribe and tongue and nation live in love in your kingdom. And we pray, God, your kingdom come. Yes, Jesus. Your will be done on earth as it is done right now in heaven. We pray that into our homes and into our workplaces. We pray it into our schools. We pray it into our communities right now. We pray it into counties and cities and states. We pray it into governments and nations, God. Your kingdom come, the kingdom of love, the kingdom of peace, the kingdom of justice, the kingdom of forgiveness. God, show me where I've gotten out of whack. Show me where I am not aligned with you in this hour, for this hour. I want to be the friend of Jesus in this hour and live out the things that you have for me to live out. God, we pray for peace in the world. Yes, God. We really do. We invoke the kingdom of God into our worlds. We pray for love. We pray for peace. We pray for an end of the violence on all sides. We pray for an end of the violence. We pray for an outpouring of the revelation of Jesus to the world. God, we pray for justice, and, and we pray that the hidden issues are revealed. Yes, God. It needs to be, Lord. We pray for open and humble and honest dialogue, Lord, about the hidden injustices, God, and, and blatant injustices. 
God, we pray for our leaders. We pray, we pray, we pray, as Romans tells us, to pray for our leaders, that righteousness and justice are the foundations of their authority, that they would operate constrained by the Spirit of God. We we are calling down the Spirit of God upon all leaders, all those who are making important and critical decisions. We pray for their safety. We pray for the safety of our streets and our communities. We pray for love. Father, you know there are major, major forces operating in the world right now. We invoke love and we invoke life. We invoke the fire love of God because Deuteronomy 4 says you are a consuming fire a jealous God. We invoke the fire of your love, your pure love, into our homes and into our communities against hatred, the fire love of God. And we invoke the river of life as a shield against death in this hour on the earth, God. We pray for reconciliation, for healing, for forgiveness. We do. We pray for that. And Jesus, we are so aware there is one hope for the human race and only one. The human heart is really only ever lastingly changed by you. Jesus Christ changes the human heart. And so we pray for an outpouring, a revival. We pray for a great awakening on the earth. We pray for the revelation of Jesus Christ into our homes and households and workplaces and into our communities and into our nations. Because it is only, only through love and forgiveness, it is only through a change of heart that peace and justice will come. And so, Jesus, come. We cry out, come, come, come into the madness, come into the chaos, come, Lord. Have mercy on the earth. Lord, have mercy on the human race. Have mercy, God. We pray for love. We pray for peace. We pray for justice. We pray for life, God. We pray for an outpouring of the revelation, the knowing, the seeing of Jesus Christ in millions of human hearts all through the world, Lord, millions, millions of them. In the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Friends, you might want to hit rewind. Yeah, pray that again. I mean, (laughs) amen and amen and amen. Just go back and pray it again. (sighs) Yeah, go back and pray it again. I'm going to pray it again. I just want to read Romans 12 again because it was so good. You know, rejoice with those who rejoice, yes, but it says mourn with those who mourn. There's an understanding there. Yeah, coming alongside. Yeah. Live in harmony with one another. And this is so important. He says, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. It's just an acknowledgement of you can't control what other people are going to do. You can only control what you're going to do. As far as it depends on you, peace. Do not take revenge, but leave room for God's wrath. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
that's going to be like a bathroom mirror sticky yes, for this hour. Yes. As this and other things unfold. Mm-hmm. We're not out of the woods yet. Yep. You know, we haven't even gotten into the economic recovery issues and all of that, right? right. So we still live in a fallen world. We do. And restrictions are still imposed in many places. And what you're going to see next is governments and people looking for control trying to reach for control and and we just want to invoke the kingdom of God yes and the rule of Jesus the rule of the king so don't be overcome by evil don't be overcome by evil in any way but overcome evil with good with Jesus and his kingdom well that's it for today yeah friends we love you blessings